Support for WMNF comes from listeners like you and Replay Guitar Exchange in South Tampa, specializing in new, used, and vintage guitars, amps, and related gear. Replay Guitar Exchange's mission is to provide the right guitar to the right player for the right reasons. Replay Guitar Exchange is also proud to support Live Music Showcase. More at replayguitarexchange.com. And support for WMNF and Live Music Showcase comes from listeners like you and Generations Cosmetic and Family Dentistry. This modern dental office provides both routine and complex treatments, including improving smiles. More at gendentistry.com. Welcome to Live Music Showcase here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. We are live in studio today, and it's my distinct honor to introduce the Harlem Gospel Travelers. What's poppin', y'all? We're so glad to be here and to have you guys listening to us. And this first song is called God's in Control, written by our very own Dennis Keith Bailey III. So make sure you got your seatbelts on and your wig is glued down good because we getting ready to ride.
Music Showcase here on 88.5. We're live in studio with Harlem Gospel Travelers. They are playing at Skipper's Smokehouse. Uh, we are so thrilled to have you guys doing a WMNF event. That's pretty cool. Advanced tickets for that are $20 online at 3.30 p.m. Phone sales will not be available after Live Music Showcase, so listeners need help buying should call our business line during the program today. That number is 813-238-8001. Let's hear your next song. This next song is called Hold On, and this is written by yours truly, Ifidio Thomas Gatling. Just hold on. Travelers here on Live Music Showcase. All right, I'm already obsessed with the harmonies in particular. Like, everything sounds great. The band, you guys sound phenomenal. Uh, nothing like a tight rhythm section, uh, if I do say so myself. Let's hear the next song, man. I can't wait to dig into, like, who you guys are. I can't wait to dig into who you guys are and where you come from because I think the listeners are dying to find that out. And we're going to find that out here at 2.30 here on the show. But right now, let's hear the next song. This next song is called Nothing But His Love, sung by George Mirage.
Harlem Gospel Travelers here on Live Music Showcase. Advanced tickets for tonight's show at the Skipper's Smokehouse are $20, and those sales end at 3.30. So if you want to get your hands on some tickets to see this band that you're listening to right now, live at Skipper's Smokehouse, call the number 813-238-8001. And speaking of calling in, by the way, and speaking of spending some money on a really good cause, a very cool thing, WMNF's Pledge Drive event is coming up here in just a few weeks. And uh, if you're a big supporter of this show, we hope you're going to get those pocketbooks ready because after all, it ain't no cheap thing keeping a show like this running. That's a fact, Jack. All right, let's hear the next song. What's this next one called? What's it about? This next one is our rendition of Do You Know the Man?
Tell me, tell me, do you know who the Harlem Gospel Travelers are? <laughs> you do now. This is Live Music Showcase here on WMNF. We're live in studio with the Harlem Gospel Travelers. Here in just a little bit, I think we're going to, uh, to get to know this band just a little bit better. Because after all, you get to hear the music on the show, but you also get to know the bands themselves, get to know the people behind the music. Because after all, at the end of the day, as beautiful as the dulcet tones of that guitar and these harmonies are, there's a story that comes in behind that. I can't wait to find out what that is. So let's do one more song and then maybe we'll dig into that. How's that sound? That sounds fun. All right. This next song is called Hold Your Head Up. It's written by yours truly again, and it is the part two to our song Fight On. So if you are a fan of ours or if you've heard our music or seen our video or seen the commercial for the 1619 Project, then you know Fight On and this is its cousin. So I'm going to take my shoes off for this song because this is a lot of singing. So let's have fun. <laughs> See from your feet. <laughs> One, two, three, four.
Harlem Gospel Travelers here on Live Music Showcase. They're uh, hanging out with us here ahead of their show at Skipper Smokehouse. It's uh, it, that's going to be a heck of a show, man. Have you guys been able to play there yet? Not yet. It's your first time? No. It's an interesting place. It's let, very eclectic. Let me do this real quick before we get started with the talk. Go for it. For anybody that's watching, like they can actually see us, okay, I'm going to teach y'all something real quick that's specific to us. Anytime you see one of the three of us move our hand up like this to any of the singers or the musicians, that is the signal for, okay, you're singing today. You're playing today. <laughs> so if you come and you see our show and you, you get led by the spirit and your hand just so uplifts, we're going to know what you're talking about. That's going to make us sing a little bit harder. So if you could see our guitarists go stupid just now and you saw all three of us, our hands all... I felt very stupid. <laughs> it's what, it's the, listen, there's two hands. There's the worship hand. And yep. then there's the I'm in worship in. You got to be in worship, okay? Mm -hmm. I love that. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, if you're not getting stupid on a guitar solo from time to time in a gospel song, then you shouldn't be playing that song, right? Mm -hmm. Well done. That's spectacular. That spectacular. Thank you. Thank you. Really, really good. All right. So let's get to know each other a little bit. A little bit. That's all right with you. Yeah. First, first and foremost, you, you all have been on tour for a little while. Yeah. How long have you been on tour? So we this tour, yeah. This tour, yeah. we just started yesterday. Okay, I thought so. So this is our our warm up before we go over to Europe in March. So we're st stretching out and working out the kinks and okay. dusting off the old vocal cords and then mm -hmm. getting ourselves together. They don't sound dusty at all, child. <laughs> Thank you. They sound nice and Thank polished. You. I just appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, take a vacuum um, with me. That's good. Yeah, a little dust buster. Yeah, mm -hmm. very good. Dust them off real quick. So when it comes to prepping for a tour like that. What are some of the things you find yourselves engaging in when it comes to that kind of thing? For me, it's a lot. I become a monk. Like, I don't go out. I don't drink. I don't do anything. I put myself on a diet. Shave your head. I work out every... We put hair on. <laughs> we put hair on. Okay. Uh, I work out just to get, like, my stamina up and get my voice together. Because my whole thing is I'm like... If I don't have a voice, so many people are going to lose money. And I don't want to lose money. I know they don't want to lose money, so I need to keep it together. So that's, like, my entire prep thing. And then also, like, listening to singers that inspire me and get me going to sure, have yeah, fun. Sure, yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah, no problem. We're going to replace a little cable in the drum room there. So... Uh, if you all, all on the uh, live stream right now, this is a good opportunity for you to see a little behind-the-scenes action if you join our live stream, which is at WMNF live music showcase on Facebook. So go feel free to uh, join us in the live stream. We do have some people commenting. Speaking of people uh, commenting in the direct line of communication, uh, this show is unique in the sense that we really like to make sure that the listeners get to feel that direct line of communication. And one of the best ways to do that is to call in at the station right now with any questions that you might have for the Harlem Gospel Travelers and our wonderful board op. Uh, Charlie is going to take a couple of questions that he thinks are the best uh, I mean, you got to make them good. You can't be like, "What's their? What's your favorite color, guys?" Like these need to be good questions. Uh, they need to be like reasonable. Maybe a little weird. Maybe a little funny. Uh, Mark, remind me what that number is, real quick. Eight one three two three nine nine six six three to call in with your questions. Two three nine WMNF. Call in with your questions right now. And at the end of the interview, we'll take our favorite ones and we'll ask the band. Why don't we do that? That sounds good. All right, so. Getting back to prepping for tour. Now, you mentioned something. You said you, you work out before you get on tour because you have to get your stamina up, right? Yeah. See, that's a funny thing that I think most people don't think about. They think that musicians just kind of get up and throw on a T-shirt or whatever. 
can walk out on stage and just magically can carry the energy that it takes to carry a show, especially a gospel show. Yeah, I don't know. They're built different because not, that, not like, one of us do that. Who is doing that, right? No. So as far as like getting that stamina up, like I see even like in this situation like here that we have in the studio, it's not exactly the most conducive environment to want to like bring a, a full body energy. Plus you want to save your, your energy for the show tonight. And yet you guys are still dancing. You're still moving. I'm seeing even like little hints of like maybe some choreography that you guys may or may not be doing tonight. Who knows? Uh, we'll see. But I'm dying to know how, okay. When it comes to gospel music, in my experience, there is a fine line that has to be walked between like proficiency, technical proficiency and execution, execution of the notes and the harmonies that gotta be on point, the syllabants of how you guys, like the cadences, everybody has to be like synchronized. And yet in gospel music, there is also a quality of like organics. There's a, there's almost a spontaneous quality that has to be there that makes it almost seem like it's effortless, even when it's not, obviously. And I'm seeing that in the execution of these harmonies, and I would expect nothing less from you guys, obviously. But how do you, to any maybe bands out there that are listening that are like, man, we, we, we can't get our performance right, we can't get our, we can't seem to get our harmonies down. What advice do you have for other bands out there that are trying to get as tight as you guys are? I would say you really have to build a connection with who you're singing with. The biggest thing that I always say about us is that we're all actually friends and actually like each other. And so, like, me and George have been singing together for years. And then me and Dennis, now it's been years, but, like, we've been friends for, like, what, four years now? Yep. So, you know, four years and then, like, almost ten years over here. So you learn how to sing with that person. Like, I know when we sing in the car, I know he's going to take, George is going to take the high part. And I'm going to, well, me and Dennis are going to fight over the middle part. When you sing and in I'm the gonna car? And I'm going to win, yes. And I'm going to win. And he's going to sing the lower harmony. What's your favorite song that you guys end up singing in the car all the time? I was going to say Life is a Highway. We sing a lot of SpongeBob. We sing a lot of crazy. <laughs> that one. We, we sing a lot of stuff in the car. I would actually, if, say no if you want to. I would love to hear if you have it like an acapella thing real quick of something you guys sing in the car all the time. I would love to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> our audio engineer says he wants to hear Spongebob. Gather around the campfire and sing our campfire song. Our C-A-M-P-F-I-R-E-S-O-N-G song. And we can't sing it fast, but we're not going to do it today. Bom, bom, bom. No. <laughs> no. The hand went down that time. Yeah, it didn't no, come up no, that time. No, no. <laughs> no, but thank you. I appreciate you indulging that. But I mean, that's Nickelodeon run us our check. <laughs> uh, we'll be sure to get in touch with their uh, executive. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that they'll pick up the phone right away for us, won't they, Mark? Um, all right. So I think that's a really good point to touch on, though. Because when you're in a car or a van or a bus or whatever you're using to transport yourselves from town to town in those hour-long points of travel, I mean, you were in the car for four hours to get here, and that's a long time for the average person yeah. whose commute is, you know, maybe an hour. Uh, and that's not even close to probably the longest stretch of time you spend. Like, what's the longest stretch you guys have, have had to spend in the car between two individual shows? What do you think? In between shows, like the the like tour, like on your tour when you're talking about routing. The worst travel day of my life, and I, I, I it's not even between 
shows. Yeah. We had just finished our European tour. Okay. We had did our last show in Spain and then had to get in the van to then drive to the airport to then get on the plane to then fly back home. And then I live on Long Island. So when I got off the plane, I had to then drive for an hour to go home. Oh, yeah. When oh. I tell you we all got home and collectively text each other and say goodnight. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we just speak for like three days. I mean, that's the thing, though. And that's nothing personal at the end of the day. But you're like, I've had to smell you people for the last like that. That's the first thing I always hear from friends that tour. It's like you have to get comfortable with each other's smell at the end of the day. Maybe bad or good, whatever, but it's unique. And yeah, you need some time apart. My God, you're you're stuck in essentially a sardine can for however long you are, you know, especially if you're flying overseas. Man, that's that's a stretch. Does the when it comes to European touring, do you guys have to like how much time do you have to like get used to the time change before you get on tour? Before you get on stage? Well, everybody's different. Like yeah. For me, it doesn't really take long. Like, as long as I get some sleep, it doesn't matter what time we get there. As long as I get my at least four hours of sleep, I'm ready to go. But, um, yeah, for me, it doesn't, it doesn't, there's no really like lag for me. There's no like kind of like get used to it, but I don't know. We were set up really good because we left at night and landed in the morning. Okay. And that's so, good. and then also, that was a bad travel day too, because we got off the plane and then had to ride in the van for an hour and then get on the train for two hours and then do the sound check and the show. And then we went to bed. And that's probably like with equipment and stuff too, right? Like our bed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh, it looks like we've got some questions coming in. That's mm -hmm. exciting. Woo. Oh, we got some good. Okay. Oh, yeah. These are great. These are so much better than last week, which last week was um, someone asked, what's your favorite holiday and why is it Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> these are great. Okay, yeah. I'm definitely going to ask a couple of these questions here at the end of the show or at the end of the um, interview segment. But, um, how far have you got? What's the furthest you've traveled from home to perform as this group? What do you think? France. Is Spain farther than France? I think was... France is a little further. Okay, right. then France. No, France. <laughs> We're in France. All over. Uh, we, we toured all over France. I think the deepest that we went was for whoever's a... Uh, a geography major don't talk to me um, I'm about to, about to mess this up completely um, that's not even close no, no. <laughs> I think it's I think Bordeaux was probably the furthest yeah that was probably the, the furthest out I think that was or Blois one of the two alright and what was your favorite venue your favorite well maybe not even venue but what was your favorite audience in France mm. do you have one or are they all pretty solid was that the or pop or pop the the first one, right? The first, no. one? The first one? Oh my god! No, 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 no! It was in Bordeaux. Well, for me, it was it was Bordeaux. For you, it was Bordeaux. Why was it Bordeaux for you? <laughs> for, okay, so talk amongst yourselves. Yeah. Why was it Bordeaux so for you? Yeah. When we were when we were in Bordeaux, we got so like when we book tours and stuff like that, like we know all the logistics, but a lot of times when you're booking a tour and stuff like that, everything kind of gets jumbled up together. So you you start paying attention about like. Are we going to get on this plane? Are we going to have all the... We got to the airport and forgot something completely important and then had to... What was it? The we pedal forgot the board. pedals oh, for the guitar. Oh, okay. And so... And literally, ZZ Top we, had, style, a, just we had a checklist. We were like, phones, wallet, keys, passport, person. Okay, let's go. Got all the way... That's not going to happen the, for me this month, I can tell you that. <laughs> I'm not, you're on your phone. I'm not, we got there... And Dennis was like, where's the pedals? And we were like, oh, snap. Mm -hmm. But, okay, so we were in Bordeaux, 
And we got there, and our tour manager was like, "Yeah, four thousand people are going to be here tonight." And we were like, "Huh?" <laughs> and we were like, "Oh, what were you? What were you expecting?" We, we didn't know. You like, didn't know. We were yeah. just like, okay, okay, we showed up. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna yeah. perform. It's gonna be fun. Right. And then we're like, oh, four thousand people. Everybody's gonna be here. And it's like, okay, cool. And then while we were performing, it's not very often that you have like your Beyonce moment where you just really feel like I- I'm really that person today. All right, all right. So hang on. Let put me in that seat right now. Walk me through it from your perspective in that moment, that Beyonce moment for you. Well, first of all, my outfit was amazing. <laughs> okay. Actually, I wore this shirt that day in that we, 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 we were close. Um, <laughs> I wore this shirt at that gig, but my outfit was great. We had a great day. Our food was good. And then it was packed. And we got on there and we were performing. Everything just seemed to click. The lights were great. And everybody was really singing that day. And there was this little boy in the front that we had like touched his hand and he went ballistic as if like we had good ballistic yeah like okay because little kids don't always go good ballistic he like i mean he was probably like 12 okay and like he ran back to his parents and was like oh my god and i was like but in french like yeah (laughs) and i was like you're going crazy because i touched your hand i was like and that was like maybe like at the middle of the show i was like i'm about to sing down for the rest of this show now (laughs) (laughs) isn't it amazing how a little moment like that can just get you going and get you through a whole evening get you through a whole night like okay so that's the high points tell me about a low point on tour tell me about something that you're like "Mm, that was not cool one of y'all can answer that i love it i don't oh me personally no one's no one's you're not putting anybody i promise you're not holding anybody's feet to the fire (laughs) i didn't have any low points on tour um wow (laughs) wow all right, all right. <laughs> I had okay. a feeling. I had a feeling. <laughs> so, not gonna say any logistics. But what had happened was, we were like four shows into the tour. We yeah. were tired, of course. And the voice was tired. Yeah. The body was tired. Yeah. The attitude was tired. Yeah. We was fine seeing each other. It was just one of them days. Sure. And the monitors wasn't right, and miscommunication happened, and. It, it was an issue. That's what happens. But Little things what? add up. <laughs> but yeah. guess what? After we finished it, we said we love each other. We said kumbaya. We praised the Lord. We ate and we went home. <laughs> well, then there you go. That's perfect. So you come back home. You take a three-day breather from each other. How soon after that are you like, all right, back to work. Let's go. Well, it it depends because Dennis lives in Atlanta. Yeah. Thomas lives in Long Island. Uh-huh. I live in Staten Island in New York. So. Okay. We mostly come together. I mean, if we, we don't necessarily hang out like a normal day, but like, you know, when it comes to getting ready for a tour, stuff like that, Dennis will come to my house for like the week and then, you know, Thomas will meet over. Then we, you know, we meet there like right before the tour, though. Like we don't, not, because he lives so far away, we don't always get the chance to hang out. But right. once it's ready to do business, we get together and do what we got to do. And, and so like you get together, that's the time to like rehearse. You have to rehearse before any kind of tour, of course. Uh, how do you, how do you, how's your writing process if you guys are so, you know, spread out all over the country? So I, I write most of the songs for okay. the group. Start to finish, right like now. all of them. Yeah, every part and everything. Yeah, I wrote all okay. those songs by myself. That's, awesome. That's I, awesome. I had to think about it. I was like, huh? Um, the, the only reason I ask is because you know every week we have new bands in, and everybody's writing process is different. At the end of the day, there's collaborative writers. There's there's people that they're like, all right, well, we'll go in a room and pick a key, and we'll see where we go. Mm-hmm. And there's other people that are that very, pick a key thing is important. It's very important. I have failed at the pick a key part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The vocal part, yeah. But 
in terms of like writing the songs and stuff like that um i'm a very like inspired by type of writer like what it's do you just, mean so we could be doing anything and i can be like oh that inspired me to write a song and so i'll start and sometimes it could just be something as simple as for instance on our new album look up there's a song called god will take care of you and <laughs> one day i was just living my regular life and i heard three notes if, nice little chromatic movement that's it mm-hmm. and then i was like that's gonna be fire at the beginning of a song it took me a month and some change to write that song but you know it it happens and like sometimes it's i can sit down and write a song in like five minutes and there's other times where i'm like we're gonna have to wait on this and let this marinate so it's between the two and then once i write it then i um i work with now he is my partner because now i'm not uh writing songs by myself anymore but i work with um our old manager and our producer Eli Paperboy Reed to work on the songs and then we send it I send it to everybody else and then we say yes we say no we figure it out we figure out keys um and yeah it's it's fun I love that I love that the the writing process is so fascinating isn't it because it's so subjective to everybody's individual process everyone's individual experience of where they gained their confidence as musicians and as writers and yet you can take that and you can take it to this group of very talented musicians and singers, obviously, and come up with something truly magical, which I think you've done here. Because sometimes you got to wait a minute to get into a song, right? Sometimes you hear a song and you go, all right, where's this going? And then you're, okay, there it is. Front to back, start to finish. Every song that I, le- that I heard, as soon as I found out you guys were coming on the show. And then I realized, oh, I've heard this band before. They're on a couple of the playlists that I listen to all the time. Um, Because I'm personally a big fan of the the genre of gospel as well as like this new, they call it new funk as it's coming out. And there's tons of like heavily gospel influences in there. You hear the the organ in there. You hear the the, um, tremolo guitar. uh, I mean, those really important parts. But when it comes to, well, uh, let me back up. The Harlem Gospel Travelers started essentially as like an after-school program, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. So how did it get from that to where you are now? Well, it, me and Thomas started in a choir together. Yeah. And Eli was one of the teachers of that choir. Sure. And he was looking for a quartet group. And Thomas was already a part of that group. I came about a year later. Because Eli was signed to Warner Brothers at the time, right? Or yes. some major yes. label. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He was signed to Warner Brothers at the time. He was a guest uh, teacher looking for a quartet you know just teaching quartet music not looking for a quartet group per se but just teaching the music yeah and Thomas was already in there I was there a few of other people in the class were a part of it um, Thomas started writing songs and was like George this sounds like it could be, this sounds like it could work for you he's on time came from that class and Eli was like you know I think you guys should record an album he's like I'll, I'll help I got my musicians we'll do it together so from Eli to Thomas to me from that program <laughs> we moved on Dennis, Thomas and Dennis met and that's how the program I mean that's how and it wasn't like no I don't think at least for me like I don't think anybody expected for it to be what it has become because even when we recorded the first album it was kind of like this is what we've learned and this is what we've done in this part of our life and let's record it and, and really have this for our own memory and then we kind of all went our separate ways I went to college and George started working a lot you know singing background and stuff like that and then I hadn't met Dennis yet so it wasn't until I 
graduated college, we got back together to release the album, and then it was doing stuff, and we were like, okay. What do you mean doing stuff? Let's not be modest here. <laughs> when it charted number seven on Billboard, uh-huh. that's when I was like, uh-huh. oh. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, this is something important. Maybe this has some legs. I don't know. We'll you see. Know? And so then it be it became a thing, and we kept performing and doing stuff, and our original group members, they decided to leave and do other things with their lives, and then asked Dennis to join, and a quartet went to three people, but we hold down four-part harmony. Oh, well, three-part harmony, yeah. You hold down four-part harmony as a three-part Well, on the recording, <laughs> we can hold down a six-part harmony. Yeah, you can be a choir if you want to on the recording. Yeah, we just Pro Tools that in post. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, no big deal at all. All right, so what are you all most excited about in the next year in 2023 what are you what do you what are your goals for starters i always love hearing about musicians goals because uh some musicians are terrible at setting goals and what i mean by that is either they don't set them which is not a great idea uh or they set these just ridiculous i mean you know our goal is to win a grammy at the end of the year and for some bands that's ridiculous i don't think it's necessarily ridiculous for you guys although the grammys did just happen (laughs) next year next year next year i think yeah (laughs) Release dates were a conflict for this year, I think, if nothing else. But what are your goals? What do you want to achieve this year? Personally or collectively? How about both, honestly? Well, you, everybody... Well, okay, yeah, personally yeah. first. Okay, yeah. <laughs> personally, just for me, I love... I just want to be an inspiration, whether that's through my voice, whether it's, you know, my, me dancing, whether I just can make somebody laugh. I just want to be able to, you know... When I when they when I leave my concert, they leave feeling uplifted. They feel like they can take on the world, whether they can or not. But you know, they, I just want to be able to keep the energy. You know, at the end of the concert, I want to have feel good energy and just to inspire. I just want to inspire people through my voice. That's lovely. For me personally, um, I think it's just to find mastery in the creative process, whether it's writing or being on stage or anything like any little thing cooking whatever it is just finding what makes me the most comfortable to be able to get to that point to where i can make something and then analyze it and be like oh that was good or that was okay how can i make it better and be able to repeat that step i love that and for me um i i was talking to them about it i i'm gonna say it like this i would like to adopt a patty labelle spirit (laughs) Of just singing my neck loose for no reason at all for the entire show. <laughs> so, without I, missing a note, to, without missing not one note, mm-hmm. not dodging a high note, because you know I've been singing for a very long time. Okay, but I haven't been belting for a very long time. Ah, and so because it's a, that, a and this was not what I was supposed to do in this group, but it ended up happening that way. And so I'm still figuring out what my you know my wheelhouse and comfort zone is there are some days where i surprise myself and i'm like okay go ahead and then there's some other days where i'm like and we're gonna keep on moving and we're gonna forget that that ever happened but you know i'm just trying to get it together but i tell you one thing when i do start singing my neck off from beginning to end i'm gonna wear y'all out (laughs) (laughs) i love that i love okay all right i'm actually really happy that you mentioned that because in terms of vocal prowess, there are different kinds of voices out there. There are hundred, and this is for those at home who don't know. But at the end of the day, your favorite singer. Uh, let's use it. Here's an example uh, that is not in this genre at all. But uh, Cindy Lauper is a great example of a vocalist who didn't intend to be singing the way she ended up becoming famous for singing. Uh, Cindy Lauper actually cut her teeth in New York bars and in a tribute band for uh, Janis Joplin. 
And if you've ever heard Janis Joplin, you can't sing Janis Joplin the way Janis Joplin sang and expect your voice to stay healthy. You just can't. Uh, and she destroyed her voice, completely destroyed it. Like went to an ENT and they said, you'll be lucky if you're ever able to vocalize mm. again, period. Broke her, like, like severed her vocal cords, literally. And spent, uh, I want to say it was between a year to two years rehabbing her voice and it transformed into something else entirely. I had to relearn how to sing and all of that. So when you're talking about this transformation, essentially, uh, there's a I was born with it quality of vocalists. And then there's a the thing I was born with, I'm going to take that and grow it into its fullest potential. And based on what we've already heard on this show, if you're just joining us, we're listening to the Harlem Gospel Travelers here on Live Music Showcase. Uh, it sounds like you're well on your way to nailing that. <laughs> um if you're your worst critic, I hope you're going a little easy on yourself because you sound fantastic. Truly, <laughs> thank you. It was it was a fast track. You know, awesome. you got to work in and make it happen. Harlem Gospel Travelers here on Live Music Showcase are going to be playing at Skipper Smokehouse. You can call in for advance tickets right now. Twenty dollars per ticket for advance tickets. Twenty five dollars at the door. Call this number right now to get your tickets. Eight one three two three eight eight zero zero one. Let's hear another song. This next song is a favorite of ours, and you'll hear it all over the world. And wherever you are, you can sing it with us. This next song is called Keep On Praying. Keep on praying. Just keep on praying. You got to keep on praying. Just keep on Jesus is to me. So keep on praying. 
the Harlem Gospel Travelers here on Live Music Showcase. So the beginning of the interview, uh, I did ask people to call in and share some questions. I've got a couple of them here. We'll keep them really short, though. And, but before that, I want to go through exactly who it is that works on this show, because after all, we have an incredibly dedicated crew of people behind the scenes that make sure that this show runs as smoothly as it does. Sound mixer Mark Perfetti is the guy making everything sound so good. Audio assistant Pamela Robinson. Cameras are Charles Charles Holsopel and Marcy Connors. Our board op today is Charlie Cushing. Our video director is Bree Shoemaker. And our studio assistant is Marianne Palmer. So the first one, real quick, we'll keep them short though. What are you guys looking forward to? Uh, what are you What are you looking forward to seeing and doing in Europe? Croissants. I was just about to croissant. Croissant. More, more food for me. After the croissant to mange la croissant. Yeah, oui, oui. <laughs> All right. What else? Just croissants. That and croissant. the, that and the fact that this time I'm going on my birthday, so I'm I'm looking <sighs> forward to being in France on my birthday oh, and singing man. down. It's gonna be fun. That's awesome. All right. Let's see. Uh, where were they raised? Harlem or other places? Obviously, other places. Staten Island, Long yeah. Island. I was an army kid, so that question is kind of hard. All over the place. Yeah. Planet Earth. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Uh, here's a little edgy. This one's a little edgy. Feel free to just be like, mm, no, but you know what? I'm going to ask it anyway because we are loyal to our listeners oh, here on WMNF. Touring. Getting ready for tour. More or less sex? <laughs> are we asking what's necessary or what's getting done? For getting ready for tour, you're saying? I think for getting ready for tour... All of it. All of it. Yeah. All of it. All of it. Yeah. Yes. Which works better? All of it. More or less? More. More. More All is more. It. Less is not more. More, more is more. more is Absolutely. More. <laughs> All right. What are they most proud of so far? And what are they looking forward to? I think we covered the looking forward to part, but what are you most pr- proud of so far? Right now, the the fact that Fight On is featured on the 1619 project for Hulu for that commercial that's huge yeah. we're now a part of black history during black history month and everybody's making history like it's it's really crazy so that's that's really awesome that's phenomenal i yeah. love that you're listening to live music showcase next week on the show we have local smooth jazz legend nathan mitchell coming into the studio to uh god it, it's just such a fun time whenever we have him on the show he's awesome uh, so make sure you come back and give us a listen. Check out the live stream at uh, WMNF's Live Music Showcase on Facebook. You can listen to the show in podcast form anytime, anywhere on, Sp- on Spotify or Apple Music. Just search Live Music Showcase. We're now distributed on cable public access, TBAE, seven days a week, twice a day. So feel free to check your local programming to make sure that uh, you actually get that channel in your market. And then, of course, you can always stream the show live and every live broadcast on WMNF at WMNF.org. Do you guys mind taking us out of the show with one more song? Absolutely. Oh, man. This next song is written by Eli Paper Reed and Aaron Frazier, and it's called Look Up, and it's the title track of our new album.
This is WMNF Tampa. We've been live in studio with the Harlem Gospel Travelers. Thanks so much for tuning in today.